Yeah, I'm really picky about homemade mac yeah, and cheese. Homemade mac and cheese like, can be real nasty. Sometimes it gets too mushy. Like, yeah, okay. no, but it's perfect. And he makes it with um, cavatappi noodles, the like spiral ones. Oh, those are the fun. Really big, chunky ones. Oh my god. I love fun noodles. I know, me too. <laughs> I'm gonna, because, yeah, I told you about the casseroles. Yeah. And they're smoking meat, so I'm just gonna take home like five big things of food. Seriously. And I ain't fucking cooking. I'm freezing the casseroles yeah, that's the and shit. Best. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Welcome to. Those two chicks with the podcast. Do you like how when we do our intro, I have to do this? I have to like every time. I just have to like. I pretend that they can. And it's funny because I don't think we ever talked about it being like a question mark, but we always say it like it's a question with a podcast. Like we're like, how do we get a podcast? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. (laughs) I just like (laughs) what morphed into that, but it is kind. We really don't know what we're doing. No. So I feel like it's fair. Yes. Yeah. Well, hey guys, my name's Jordan. And my name's Emma Grace. And, uh, happy Friday. Yes. This is Friday Fun Day episode. <laughs> I think it'll be Fun Day Friday, right? Fun Day Friday. Friday Fun Day. Uh, TGIM, <laughs> it's Friday Fun Day. Fun Day Friday. So, if you guys are new to our podcast, uh, Tuesdays are our true crime days. What are you doing with your eye? Uh, I have something in it. Sorry. I just got, <laughs> I just got my eyelashes done. Because can you tell I can fly away with them? They're really nice. Thank you. So I just got my eyelashes done, and she had different, I don't know, they're like a different fan, she said, and I just, I'm getting used to them. Oh. And I was like, ooh, for a second. So that's why I'm poking my eyeball out. (laughs) If you guys have never listened to our podcast, Tuesdays are our true crime days, Mm -hmm. a little more serious, and Fridays are what we like to call what the fuck tales. It could be on any topic. Like, we have, like, spooky ones, just Mm -hmm. random stories we found that make us laugh. Whatever. So if you're more into, like, comedy podcasts, Friday episodes are your episode. Yeah. I guess. There's usually comedy Tuesday, but we try to We try not to because it is pretty serious, but the last one we recorded, we were laughing a little bit. There was a lady named Schneedleberger or something like that. (laughs) Schneedleberger. Schneedleberger. You said dying burger. I I didn't know what that is. Probably because we were talking about dying. I don't know. But, yeah, so, I mean, we laugh sometimes, but... But definitely. We're kind of called like a true crime comedy podcast, so I mean, yeah. if that's your jam, but we talk about other things. Yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about my new irrational fear. It's not a new fear for me, but I kind of forgot it existed. See, this one doesn't scare me as much. Oh, it's horrifying. I'm terrified of sinkholes. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to have a sinkhole episode. Seriously. Emma's scared she's just going to get sucked right into a sinkhole. Oh my gosh, but it happened. My mom comes. She tagged us. I know. My mom is like. Our number one fan. Oh yeah. But she, yeah. when she gets started on something, yeah. she's like immediately dives deep into it, sends me all these links. Yeah. I love her, but it cracks me up. Yeah. And so she's, the Flint, Michigan school bus got stuck in a stuck sinkhole. Stuck in a sinkhole. I'm like, hmm. But it didn't look like it just got, like, sucked in completely. So maybe that can be... I don't know if sinkholes really, like... No, they can be any size. Like, oh, I shut can... up. <laughs> yeah. Well, they can be, like, almost like a pothole, you know? Like, okay, a yeah. small thing. But then they can build up over time. And sometimes when you ignore that, that's when you get the giant-ass sinkholes. Well, and people get like, sucked in them. Is it, like... Remember when, like, you were a kid and quicksand mm-hmm. seemed like it would be a bigger problem than it is? Oh, yeah, me being caught on fire. So maybe that's kind of what you can think of a sinkhole as, is like another quicksand. We just got on such a tangent, I was going to tell people what the episode was about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) That's okay. I think it was my fault. No, I think it was mine, because I think I started to talk about sinkholes. Or no, you did. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so anyway, today's episode is about spontaneous human combustion. Terrifies me. I don't know why. 
-hmm. It's just horrible. It's Could you imagine if Lucas came home and there was just a black spot on the couch and my legs just there, but nothing else? Could you imagine? It was just my big fat thunder what thighs. Do you, what do you think Lucas would do? <laughs> Cry? I don't know. I hope he'd freak out if there was just legs. I just like to think that Dan would be like, oh, oh no. <laughs> she finally blew herself up with all her stress. <laughs> Thanks. I told her to calm down. <laughs> So first I wanted to talk about the history of spontaneous human combustion. There could have been instances before this, but the first like recorded one I could find was in the 1400s in um, Milan. Oh. Milan. Milan? Whatever you wanted to. Okay. <laughs> so supposedly a knight named Paulinus Vorsitisus. <laughs> That's not right. Paulin uh, isn't it funny when you like read stuff and then you try to make your mouth say it? And it comes out as gibberish? Or is that just me? I have problems. Because I can see it in my head. Oh, I And then when I try to say it, it's like, what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's Paulinus Vorstius. Okay. Okay. Doesn't matter, it I sounds guess. like a... He's a knight. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, it sounds like, a, like something a, ma a magician would say. Yeah, it kind of does. Paulinus Vos... Okay. He... Sorry. Okay, Sorry. So, supposedly, he burst into flames in front of his own parents. Just burst. Sorry. Sorry. He just burst into flames. Um, and it's believed that alcohol had something to do with this. Okay. Which, okay, that comes from the Victorian era. They think a lot of it has to do with alcohol because that's flammable. Mm. But the story goes that Paulinus was actually belching fire after drinking a particularly strong wine, which I wrote LOL same. <laughs> He was yeah. belching fire? He was fire? belching fire. Like a dragon? Yeah, because of the alcohol, I guess. Oh, that would hurt. Mm, I get Yeah. Your tongue probably burnt right And off. it's just kind of like, okay, but like, where'd the flame come from? Like, just because something's flammable mm. doesn't mean it's just going to be on fire. Like, gasoline isn't yeah. just on fire. Right. Alcohol, wine isn't just on fire. Like, what is that? Okay. But that's the, how the story goes. He was okay. drinking wine and belched fire, and then he burst into flame and died. So... Well, I, he survived. He was fine. He was okay. He was just a little singed. He walked it off. Eyebrows off. He's a knight. He's strong. Oh, he probably like boiled in that outfit. Was this, was he wearing the outfit? Probably. I don't know. He was in front of his parents, so maybe not. Maybe it was just some. He was in his leisure. leisure they home. always wore weird shit, though. I feel like they were always wearing something like. Imagine like a moo moo. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready for bed. He's got his hair in curlers. People are gonna be like, "What is oh, happening?" Crying and I can't see. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah. what is spontaneous human combustion exactly? I don't know. Let me tell you. Okay. A 1744 article by Paul Rowley, a fellow of London's Royal Society, which is the world's oldest scientific academy, mm -hmm. coined the term first. He described it as a process in which a human body allegedly catches fire as a result of heat generated by internal chemical activity, but without evidence of an external source of ignition. So I guess that okay. makes sense. You don't need the flame. You, it's like your body does it. Your body is the flame. So, Because that's what I was just wondering. It's like, okay, even if he had wine, though, how did he... But it's your body doing it. Right. And the wine was just with it. The wine, yeah, kind of, like, helped the fire catch. Right. It's, like, your body's internal temperature with it, maybe. Okay. I guess. 
It really caught popularity in the mid-1800s because Charles Dickens killed off a character by spontaneous I'm human sorry. combustion. I'm sorry, you just feel like it's a popular trend, like, Mom, everyone's doing <laughs> yes, it. Yes, it is. Every author's <laughs> writing about it. You, for real, though. Because okay. it wasn't just him. It was Mark Twain and Herman Melville, which I've never heard of Herman Melville. Um, that one sounds familiar, but Charles Dickens had a character in that? Charles Dickens in Bleak House was the novel. Oh, okay. Um, and people were kind of mad about it, at least, like, the scientific community, because there's, like, no background to scientific or to spontaneous human combustion. Mm-hmm. But also, like, aren't these guys fiction novelists? Yeah. So why would you be mad about something that's, like, fiction? So I thought maybe just, like, fear-mongering. Like, maybe okay. that's why they were kind of upset with it, and then it kind of caught on then. Oh, You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they were talking about it. It's happened before that, but they kind of, mm-hmm. like, made it. And so a- additional combustion events would transpire over the next few hundred years all the way from Pakistan to Florida and they couldn't explain the deaths any other way so my story takes place in St. Peter Petersburg Florida in 1951 oh my god Emma why do you have to pick the recent ones 1951 that's kind of that's more recent than like the 1400s well sure but it's not like it was yesterday did you know when like one of the most recent ones was mm-hmm. did you see that no in 2010 dang in 2010 so it's around 9 p.m on July 1st when Dr. Richard Reeser Jr. kisses his mother Mary Reeser goodbye after visiting her it wasn't a pleasant visit since Mary was upset, here's a little bit about Mary. So her and her husband, Dr. Richard Reeser Sr., were from Pennsylvania. And Mary was fond of her family, needle-pointing, and entertaining guests. Aw, she sounds nice. Is her name Mary? Yeah. Fucking Mary's, dude. <laughs> really oh, says. Mary. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you listen to our Tuesday episode, it was also about it. It was about, yeah. <laughs> Murdering Mary. Murdering Mary. <laughs> Disabled Mary, murdered Mary, Mother Mary. This is spontaneous human combustion Mary. Yes, okay. (laughs) So Mary was fond of her family, everything. And when her husband passed away suddenly, Mary moved down to Florida to be closer to her son, Richard Jr., and his family. Mm -hmm. So Mary is 67 at this time of the story. Now back to July 1st of why Mary was upset. Uh, apparently, she had a trip planned to Pennsylvania to visit some friends, but at the last minute, her trip was canceled due to her driver being in. Oh. So, Mary was upset because she like she missed home, and she really didn't like Florida. Mm-hmm. So, her son's over there at her apartment trying to console her, but even then, Mary didn't want to eat dinner or really anything. Mm-hmm. So, 9 p.m., her son leaves, and Mary takes two of her sleeping pills, puts on her nightgown, puts on that moo-moo. So that's she really theme. did. It's a theme. It's a yeah. moo moo. My mom loves moo cause spontaneous <laughs> human combustion. It's really funny because my mom, oh. who's Mary, lives in her nighty. She has so a collection. She's like, oh, do you need a nighty? Do you want a nighty? She has like 40 nighties. Watch out, mom. My spontaneous mom. human combustion. So don't wear moo-moos if you don't want to spontaneously yeah. combust. Puts on her nightgown and slippers and decides she will enjoy a cigarette. The next morning, the land the landlady, ready for this name, mm-hmm. Pansy Carpenter. <laughs> I looked Pansy? up, I'm like, is that her name? I thought it was like Patsy or something. Pansy. Like, Pansy. Is that a real name? I guess, back in the 50s. Weird, okay. So she tries to deliver a telegram to Mary's apartment. She knocked and called out for Mary, but there was no answer. It was then when she discovered that the door handle was too hot to touch. Oh, no. Firefighters were called to the scene, and that's when they discovered an odd sight. The apartment was filled with soot and smoke, and that's when police were called, because Uh they found Mary, now only a pile of ashes. They discovered the coil springs from her chair was she was sitting in. Okay. Okay. 
and parts of Mary's backbone. Ew. Her skull had shrunk to the size of a teacup. And what baffled everyone was that in the ashes was Mary's left foot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's trying to be really serious. I'm Wearing sorry. her slippers. <laughs> Not funny. So, there's an ashes in the left foot with a slipper on it. a skull. Just imagine they pick it up like, what the hell? <laughs> Is but, this like real? Yeah, it was real. What? There's pictures. Oh, the pictures are kind of gross, actually. It's like, <laughs> wait, well, how do you spell her name? Uh, Mary Reeser, oh. R-E-E-S-E-R. Yeah, they have photos of the crime scene and everything. Oh, she, she was cute. I know. She was. But they actually have a photo of her foot. Did you find it? I don't know yet. What am I looking at? <laughs> Mary. <gasps> we need to link those on her Facebook or something. Oh, yeah, we'll post this, guys. But anyway, you see that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was her foot plus about four inches above the ankle. Uh-huh, yeah, because so. it's, like, almost part, like, her whole leg. Yeah. So they start their investigation. They noted that there was a strange odor outside of the home. Mm-hmm. There was evidence of extreme heat. There was, like, bare candle wicks on top of puddles of wax. Smoke stains on top of the walls. However, the lower walls were clean. Yeah. So it was kind of odd. Weird. And they found, like, a greasy substance on the floor. And electrical switches looked normal. All the fuses were still intact newspapers were untouched and like there were plastic household items that were near mary's body mm-hmm. and they were just like soft and are lost and the bottom line was that the room was unaffected by the flames huh. and it seemed that the fire itself was just isolated around only mary and police had to wonder how were the rest of the apartments not affected by the smoke right and not to mention the biggest question being how could a woman go up in flames without the rest of the room burning yeah okay <laughs> like this is odd you don't yeah especially people are like I'm not saying I'm a firefighter, but, <laughs> I'm a firefighter. but if I was, I, how many fires do you go to? And right, they're not. They're usually kind of the same. You know, they're different causes yeah, well, yeah. of fires. But at this point, you're like five years in the game. You're like, oh yeah, here we go. There's different types of fires, and then you have this one that's just uh, weird. Yeah, weird. Police question the neighbors to see if they heard anything or noticed anything. Mm-hmm. And one neighbor who na- neighbor. One neighbor who wanted to remain anonymous said that at 5 a.m. they heard a dull thud, almost like a door closing, and they opened their door, didn't, oh, I scared me. (laughs) Sorry, my knuckle at the table. I thought it was a ghosty. Uh, I talked with my hand a lot. Me too. Um, But they didn't see anyone, so they went back to bed. Okay. So that was the only thing. That's it. Yeah. Forensics found that the- She didn't scream? No. That's what I'm saying. Like, no one noticed her, like, I heard a dull thud. Her foot. Yeah. (laughs) Or the skull (laughs) drop. The little baby skull. It's horrible. And no one smelled anything or like... No. Because, okay, this is gross. Uh Uh-huh. But, you know, they say the smell of like a human body burning is like, you can't miss it. Right. I mean, I don't know what it smells like, but... No. I I always act like, yeah, I know, that's really bad. But, you know, you've heard it's a very distinctive... So, forensics found that the sleeping pills were the only thing left in her system. Ideas were thrown around about her cause of death. Some thought an accident or a lightning strike, and many believed it to be spontaneous a human combustion. lightning strike? Yeah. And they started to look at the idea that maybe Mary was murdered. Okay. And they thought maybe the grease was used to kill Mary as a fire starter, but there was no gasoline that was used, and there really was no motive to kill Mary. They thought maybe she dropped her cigarette, and even if it was the cigarette, <laughs> but even if it was a cigarette, that yeah. wouldn't have caused what happened. Right. So St. Peter, 
Petersburg Police Chief J.R. I'm going to say his last name wrong, but Reichart. 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 Reinhardt? No, it's R-E-I-C-H-A-R-T. I don't know. I can't help you there. Well, his name's J.R. now. Okay. Okay? <laughs> Renamed him. <laughs> he received hundreds of theories from amateur detectives. They thought maybe it was fabric from the chair Mary was sitting in that night. Mm-hmm. As... If there might have been something toxic in the fabric that caused the... F- You're looking at things. I mean, we have lead paint, so it's... Right. Anything's possible. Yeah. <laughs> but really, they had no idea. So they sent evidence to the FBI laboratory in D.C., and that included portions of the rug, smoke samples, rubble from the walls and floors, and segments of the chair. They sent all that in. Mm-hmm. It took three weeks for the FBI to test all the evidence. And this is what they came back with for the results. The FBI found no evidence of lightning. The building showed no evidence of hit, not to mention all the fuses were still like, I would feel like the, like, it just doesn't make sense. And they ruled out spontaneous human combustion. Okay. And they said that... How do you rule that out? Because they want to. Oh, I was going to say, like, how? Personally, I think when you say spontaneous human combustion, people are like, no. Okay, so they just just ruled it out just because it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So then they mentioned that the nightgown was made out of a certain material and it's like this rayon um that could have caught fire from the cigarette interesting and it's mentioned that mary weighed about 170 pounds and the fat from her body could have fueled the fire because we talked about alcohol being like alcohol being that Mm -hmm. starter Mm -hmm. well now it's her fat that is the starter i guess wouldn't she stop drop and roll though well maybe they didn't have the fire department come to school that day she was (laughs) she didn't know (laughs) Also, the greasy substance that was mentioned earlier, the FBI tested and came back as melted human. Oh, sorry. I kind of... No, you're fine. Oh, I can't. Um, so that theory, that was a the theory they were sticking with. Yeah. The nightgown and Mary's fat. Uh, but she's not even like, she's only 170 pounds. It's not like it's right. like a, an abundance of fat. I almost think of it that, like, maybe 1951 that was more. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, because it made it sound like a, I wish World I was War II. 170. Okay, Mary's fat. <laughs> oh, Mary. Apparently. Um, her little foot looks tiny. I know. So, are you still looking at her foot? Yeah. Just stop looking at her Stand foot. up on my phone. <laughs> it's your screensaver. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be fucked. Here's Mary's How much you want to bet people are like that? Oh, probably. people are gross. Feet fetishes. Human combustion fetish. Mixed with foot fetish. However, Wilton M. Krogman, who was an anthropologist from the University of Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. disagreed with oh. the FBI's statement. So he said that the theory of FBI was true. That was the nightgown, cigarette lit the nightgown, then her body fat fueled it, okay? Yeah. Mary's head should have exploded and still have shrunk. Why would it explode? I did just intense heat and everything. I thought, oh. at this point, it should have exploded. Because they think it's like, like exactly. she wouldn't have been able to stop, drop, and roll. Is However, okay. so it shouldn't have gone down to the teacup size, okay. right? And then he also mentioned that the cremation of the body would require thousands of degrees over the course of several hours. Mm-hmm. And that should have burned the apartment down. Right. Which you have to, you can't ignore the FBI did. They ignored that. Yeah. But you start thinking about I'm like, yeah, no, cremation is not a quick process. I don't know how long it takes. No. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm not I, a I did read but... that it takes like 3,000 degrees for yes. the body to reduce to ash. Yes. And to me, it's like if her like fat was on the floor too and stuff, mm-hmm. wouldn't the house have caught fire? That's what they're. No. And that's yeah. what I mean. Like, they've ruled out. They're like, no, it's not that. Mm-hmm. But. Hmm. Weird. 
So more things should have been infected. I'm putting that in my pocket for one of my um, scientific explanations because that kind of defies one of the explanations. Ooh. So once he came out with the statement, everyone started rethinking the case. Like, even the police were like, FBI what? Did she Mm -hmm. spontaneously? Because really, the fire was only around Mary and only her foot was left. So again, cremation of the body. Right. Why is her foot there? And then... The room was left unharmed. And again, if her nightgown lit on fire, the cremation process would have taken down the apartment. And mm-hmm. it seems we can't stress this enough. None of her neighbors noticed. Right. So if the apartment burnt down, smoke alarms, anything. Yeah. No? Didn't even know. Didn't even hear it. So no one knows what happened to Mary. It's weird. That's that's the story of Mary. It's just yeah. weird because it's like, how does it get so hot so fast? You know? And a lot of people thought, like, was she screaming or anything like that? And I saw that someone mentioned... Like, Mary might have been dead before mm. she lit on fire. Like, if your body is getting to that extreme heat, she might have, yeah. like, her blood's boiling and everything. Ooh. She might have been dead. Yeah. And then her body just melted away. Yeah, it's weird. So she couldn't necessarily scream or stop, drop, and roll. Right. I just don't know how it happens. And that's okay. where you okay. come in. Well, good. Let's talk about this a little bit. Okay. So, okay. Sure. There are several similarities that stick out among all these incidences, okay? Mm-hmm. First, the fire generally contains itself to the person in their immediate surroundings, right? Right. The house doesn't catch on fire, whatever. The second being that burns and smoke damages are just above and below the victim's body, but not anywhere. Ooh. It's literally just up and down. And the torso is typically reduced to ash, leaving only the extremities behind, or a extremity. One little foot. <laughs> so sad. But scientists say these cases aren't as mysterious as they look. So let's talk about some explanations. So first, the seemingly un- supernatural way that fire damage is typically limited to the victim in his or her immediate area in cases of spontaneous human combustion is not actually un- as unusual as it seems. So what could explain this? Well, you need something to ignite the fire. Like what? Body fat. Mm. Or alcohol. Okay. You know, and many fires run out when they run out of fuel, like body fat. Mm. Here's what I was wondering, though. If it runs out, how is there still fat below her body? Mm. That doesn't make sense. Because no. that would have burned, too. Because what they're saying is it's so fast. Like, it burns through the, the, fi- the it, whatever it is that ignited it so fast. Obviously, it didn't in her case. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So that one, I just thought that was weird. Okay, because fires tend to burn upward as opposed to outward, the sight of a badly burned body in an otherwise untouched room isn't inexplainable. Fires often fail to move horizontally, especially with no wind or air to push them. So that's why it's like up and down. Oh, okay. So, it's, I don't know. Okay, so one fire fact that explains the lack of damage to the surrounding room is the wick effect, which takes its name from the way that a candle uh, relies on flammable wax material to keep it burning. The wick effect illustrates how human bodies can function much like candles. Clothing or hair is the wick, and the body fat is the flammable substance. <gasps> which I'm sounds sorry. <laughs> That's so fucked up. That makes my knees look as fire burns a human body, subcutaneous fat melts and saturates the body's clothes. So that's kind of what they were saying, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the continuous supply of the fat coming out onto the the clothes is like the wick. 
that keeps the fire burning at an astonishingly astonishingly high temperature until there's nothing left to burn and, and the blaze extinguishes. This huh. could explain why everything is reduced to ashes. Still, I don't know. I just feel like, like, I don't know. So how does the fire start? Scientists have an answer for that, too. They point to the fact that most of these people who have died were elderly, alone, and seated or sleeping near an ignition. 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 Ignition source. Many victims have been discovered by an open fireplace or with a lit cigarette nearby. Ew. Mm -hmm. And a good number were last seen drinking alcohol. Mm. While the Victorians thought that alcohol, a highly flammable substance, was causing some kind of chemical reaction in the stomach that led to the spontaneous combustion, perhaps calling down the wrath of the Almighty on the sinner's head. That's what they'd say. It's like God <laughs> punishing them. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're drinking fire. <laughs> you know, like I would have burst into flames a long time ago. Um, the more likely explanation is that the many, many of those who were burned have been unconscious. Oh. So this too would explain why it's so often that the elderly who burn, older people are more likely to suffer a stroke or heart attack, which might lead them to drop a cigarette or other source of ignition, meaning that the bodies that were burned were either incapacitated or already dead. Mm. So maybe she was already dead and that's why there was no noise. You know, maybe she had a heart attack. How could they tell if the body is completely reduced to maybe ash? Maybe a test. Her yeah. foot. You know, like, what are you going to do? Sorry. So nearly every reported case of spontaneous human combustion has occurred without witnesses, yeah. which is exactly what you would expect with fires that are the result of drunken or sleepy accidents. With nobody else around to stop the fire, the ignition source burns, and the resulting ash looks inexplicable. So basically, well, like, these are people who are alone. Yeah. And I was going to tell you, okay, so I'm not going to, it's not like a super long story, but I did just pull up, I'll put the, it's from the independent.co.uk. Mm-hmm. So I'll put that in the show notes as well as my notes. Oh, is this the 2010 guy? Yeah, so there was one in 2010. Mm-hmm. Let me pull it up. The most recent death linked to spontaneous human combustion was that of Michael Faherty? Fahri? He's from Ireland. He was 76, <laughs> and this was in December of 2010. So the coroner tasked with explaining his sudden death. Okay, so so the coroner literally put spontaneous human combustion. Wow. In his yeah, and how he died. They usually and, don't do that. Yeah, and he was found dead next to a fireplace though. Okay. But nothing else was burned. Huh. So that's I guess that's just the thing that doesn't make sense to me. Like I get it. I okay, so like the clothes so she dropped her cigarette on her nightie and it was mm-hmm. made of something that would catch fire. Yeah. Then her body starts catching fire, and then her, you know, whatever, the fat, mm-hmm. makes her like a candle. So that's what they say. But I guess mm-hmm. I just still don't understand the foot. No. So I guess this is my thing, too. If scientists want to say it's not real, show us how it can possibly happen. Because it doesn't. It still right. doesn't make sense. Like, why is a foot left? Why is nothing else like, burned? I think it's like a, like a dummy or... Yeah, you know, like, like something. Like, try to something. make a... This is so gross, but try to make a dummy with, like, fat on it or something right. to, like, show us how this would happen. Well, what about the night guy? Was he by a fireplace or... It didn't really say it. I mean, that had, one was from the 1400s. Be. Your story was way more in-depth than mine. And I felt like, wow, I didn't get any fucking description <laughs> in my story. <laughs> You yeah. just we you put had, him in a moo. You had like a backstory to yours. My guy was just drunk. But it didn't say no, it did not say where he was at or anything. Was he had the alcohol. 
I try. I want to find um, a better description of what Michael was doing, but this article was written so weird. This is interesting too. So I don't know when this was. This is in the same article, but let me just read you this really quick because, mm-hmm. you know, they say there's nobody with witnesses to this. Right. So this says right here, a woman with severe burns is fighting for her life in Germany after she reportedly burst into flames in an apparent case of the much debated phenomenon of spontaneous human combustion. Eyewitnesses describe how the woman, believed to be in her 40s, silently sat on a park bench as her body was engulfed in fire. Okay, so there's a witness. Okay, how weird is that? And she's sitting on a park bench. That's not open fire. No, and it just says she was rushed to the hospital after a passerby stopped the fire by beating it away with this jacket. <laughs> this article, this article is so weird. <laughs> I'm trying to read it to you guys and it's just so weird. There's one sentence that had the word apparent like three times. I have to skip over it. Okay, I want to find the story huh. of, um, they have the drunk night in here too. Yeah, it's so weird. Huh. It just says he had, you know, a few glasses of strong wine and then he just succumbed to flames and died. Oh, he burped the fire. That's where the fire came from. Okay. I guess it was in his belly or something. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Okay. So, Mr. I don't know how to say his last name. Faherty. It's spelled F A Farty. 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 Mr. Farty. 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 Mr. F was found with severe burns lying on his back with his head near an open fireplace. Despite the blaze, the sitting room was untouched apart from burns on the ceiling directly above him and on the floor beneath him. Forensic experts who investigated the scene at Mr. F's house concluded that the fireplace was not linked to his death. And um, Dr. McLaughlin said, this fits into the category of spontaneous human combustion for which there's no adequate explanation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's, he yeah, he was an old guy, he was alone, he was by a fireplace, but they are literally saying there is no way that the fireplace is what caught him on fire. Right. So what is it? He wasn't by a cigarette. Mm-hmm. What was it? Spontaneous. Stop it! <laughs> this made me just believe in it a little more. I know. I'm at a point now, too, I'm like, I have no education on... Me neither. Like the science of we need like a like... fire expert because I feel yeah like you need to know you know like there are some bodies where they're in mm-hmm. a fire and there's still some left and there's some that aren't and like fires burn differently and certain materials burn differently and yeah, I just absolutely. want someone to explain it to me because how can these things happen then right and that's where like there's some things out there that I'm definitely like I sit indifferent on yeah. or I'm like eh, I don't really believe it that's kind of funny whatever yeah but this one I'm just kind of like. Well, why couldn't it happen? Like, there's just only a few ways to die. Like, you know, I have yeah. all these reasons how I guess people just die, the craziest... and spontaneous human combustion is not one of them. Yeah, the craziest <laughs> thing to me is just how do, how are their bodies getting to that temperature where they literally just catch on fire? Right. How does and that the, part but, happen? And also the teacup yeah, skull. Yeah, it just and, it's crazy. It's and you crazy think about cremation, how like what bones are left over? And I never yeah. remember them saying skulls are left. I don't know. I, I don't know. I know that this. teeth are kind of hard to finally burn yeah, down. Like, I was think. it like like the femur or something? Oh, I can't tell. I don't know that much. All I I'm know asking is like that. you're a mortician, like you know, like like last not weekend when you did your computer. no fuck no, not me. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's just crazy. Until look at me scared. Well, don't wear a moo moo. Don't eat flaming hot Cheetos because I feel like yeah. that could start a fire in your belly. <laughs> I've seen the commercials. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's fucking yeah. We thought those kids were just acting. They were actually or, spontaneous. <laughs> we went to get Indian food last night, and it was whatever Lucas ate because that shit was hot as fuck. 
Ooh. That could do it. My but mom. he didn't burst into flames. Would so. he go home and Lucas bring a moo moo? No. 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 God, why? <laughs> no. Please. God's like, <laughs> made a fucking mistake. Boom. <laughs> it's not the wine, it's the outfit. Uh, I love Victorian people. Me too. And their logic. They're such assholes. They were so, so mean. Really horrible. And thinking. Probably stinky. So it's like, how well, dare you like, be mean? I know this is so off topic, but they're like yeah. women that were horny were like, were hysterical. Witches. You're a witch. But like, men. Oh yeah. Doesn't yes. fucking matter for men. God. Yes. They're hornier than women. And they're just bullshit. Like, hmm, she's a witch. She's a witch. Let's burn her. But really, that's how they were. Yeah. They were horrible. Victorian people, just their thinking, their logic, yeah. they're like, oh, that's God. And their paint was, their paintings were ugly. Yeah. Just saying. Sorry. Not sorry. All right. Well, that was our yeah. episode on spontaneous human combustion. Let us know what you think. Do you think I'm, it's real? After reading this, and I know it's just because I'm the way I am. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm a believer now. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. But it's like, at this point, why not? I just think that's kind of crazy for a coroner to put that down. And be like, there's literally no explanation for right. this. That's and crazy. I'm, I'm not going to say I'm smarter than a coroner who does this for a living. Me neither. No. So. I mean, I have heard of instances where coroners yes. suck. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to admit they're wrong. Or they so. miss, like, so many yeah. big pieces and they have so to exhume the body and then Everybody they find makes it. mistakes. So. Well, bye, guys. Join yes. us again on Tuesday, Tuesday for True Crime True by Crime. Jordan. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Bye. Bye.